Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Well, it's been a busy few weeks here on the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast, and uh, that is only going to continue here as we move forward. Hopefully, uh, welcome on into the MDG pod powered by Hall Financial, Bogey and Sully with you. And uh, well, Mike, we have a uh, very, very special guest and we have him on what every every couple months, you know, uh, D Hall, uh, you know, barges his way onto the podcast says, boys, (laughs) you know what? I want to talk some golf. Uh, We got we got to touch base. And we got to go through some things. And uh, I know he loves to argue a little bit as well as it pertains to the game of golf. But uh, David Hall, Hall Financial, uh, joining us here in the MDG pod. D Hall, what's going I'm on? I'm not sure that I would say I'd love to argue, but when you guys are wrong, you need to be corrected. You know what I mean? What? I mean, that's the difference. Like, if you guys get it right, I'm on board. But if you guys are, you know, getting away from things a little bit, we got to reel you back. I think the listeners hopefully appreciate me doing that on their behalf. Yeah, for those rare cases where we're wrong, D Hall, I totally agree. <laughs> rare cases? I, I don't I don't really remember being wrong about anything. That's no. that's crazy. Yeah. No, it is it is I do always enjoy having D Hall on though. It's a lot of fun. And and I also just just really I know we're gonna talk about Trosper here in a second, but I really just can sense an MDG just such a a buzz and an excitement, uh, of course, with all the with all the the stuff with Donnie lately, but also just the fact that the weather's starting to get a little nicer here in Michigan, that golf is right around the corner and it seems like like people are really getting excited to 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 get that season back and play you know one of the one of the the best things i think uh about golf season in michigan is when that weather does just break a little you know and you put on the gear and you get back out on the golf course like the first second third time in march when you're out there and you know, nobody, uh, nobody else is they're like, what, you're going to go play? You know, that's like one of them. That's so fun. Uh, and some of my best memories as a kid, just, you know, getting back out on the golf course after four months in hibernation. Well, you're, you're, uh, you're enjoying, uh, you know, warm Florida for the winter, but up here, literally all it had to do was get to 40 degrees and you drive by the Royal Oak golf center and the, the range is packed. There literally is not one, one free hitting day on that driving range. People just out there pounding away at their irons and trying to get their swing and gear. But um, I believe if I'm not mistaken, uh, Rackham is actually open at several other public courses <laughs> in the area starting Wednesday, you know? So, I mean, it's unbelievable how quickly, you know, these superintendents can get the courses going and people are just eager beaver to get out there and just walk. They can't even use carts. They're just going to walk 18 holes. It's crazy. With how, much, with how much you guys have been practicing in the off season, the listeners are very eager to see the improvement. So let's get them on video and let's get them out there. I hope you boys are getting on the course very soon and getting some video of those swings out there. I cannot wait. I actually have not played much at all this winter. I will be honest with you. I, I can't rem- The last time I swung a club was probably when we were talking about uh, – uh, the club fittings, you know, so, so, so I think that usually I've played more simulator, but I've been so busy and and I can't wait just to get back to, to golf once it starts up though. And, and, and especially get those new clubs too. That'll be great. Yeah. yeah I'm surprised. I, I have been the last few years, like the guy who puts the clubs away and for two months, two and a half months doesn't do anything, but you know, this year, whether it's 
going and uh, working with our friends at GLA and just simply hitting a couple of balls, whether it's, you know, going to X golf, you know, miles of golf, I've gone to TPC in their Bay. I I've played more in the winter probably than any other winter. I, I feel like I could start the season right now and, and be ready to go, but I don't know. You're we'll see. Few, you're one of the few people bogey. Your, your hole in one was in Michigan in the winter, right? December, December, December. 2nd, December 2017. 2nd. Yeah. Sully, Sully still doesn't believe it. He, he says it doesn't count. Cause I, it, like I, hear, it. It. I hear about it every single week still, you know, so I watched it. It was, amazing. well, you know, and, and I like to think too, that that really laid the foundation for my growth as a golfer over these last four years as well. You know, I, mm -hmm. I feel like that was a turning point for me. So a little more foundation. over there. <laughs> Yeah. What'd you guys uh, think about the concession? I mean, what a golf course I've never played it and watched it on TV. I was like, wow. I mean, yeah. that really, that looked like a kind of golf course you want to go play and, you know, that would be fun and could host a major or Ryder Cup or whatever it is. You know, it was amazing. Well, I think uh, by slope and rating, it's the hardest golf course in the state, is it not? If I'm not mistaken, I thought it was 150 from, yeah. from where the pros play. If Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, and with those greens rolling the way that they were and all the trouble and, you know, Picking your spots, whether to be aggressive, whether to not, there's a lot of trouble you can get into out there. Yeah, I'm just I'm watching that on TV and I'm thinking, okay, these guys are shooting like you know, 12, 13, 14 under, and I can tell this course is hard. <laughs> you could just tell looking at it on TV, this course is hard. Those greens looked undulating. I mean, you'd be up and down and all over the place, you know, putting it back and forth, and they just make it look so easy. It's just amazing how. Great, these tour players are. I mean, people, you know, I mean, the, the MDG group knows it, but the average fan just really doesn't have that great of a concept as to how good these guys are and how hard some of these shots are that these guys just pull off regularly. It's crazy. I mean, even even just the conditions, yeah, the PGA these courses on tour. I think that you know, I, I have the opinion that that the distance really doesn't matter as much as people think it does at that level. I just, I don't, I think that, that all of them can hit the ball long. Sure. Some further than others. And that provides an advantage for that player. But, but overall, you know, as we've heard on tour before, whether the course is 70, 7,500 or 7,250 or 7,300, it really doesn't matter that much. They, they can still play their game. I think that where you, where you really get the, uh, get the difference is, is the greens and, uh, and certainly the rough uh, at some of these events. It's just, it's just wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, even, even the green side bunkers for these guys, you would almost, you would think that these guys would rather be in the bunker and that some of them probably would rather be for in the sure. bunker as opposed yeah. to like the shave down, you know, green and in, in the grass right there and a little tight lie. I mean, for the average golfer, you go in the bunker and you're like, Oh, wow, here comes a triple bogey. You know, I'm dead. I can't get out of here. But for these guys with the way that they can spin it and control it, I, they're trying to hold it. They're, they're not just trying to get out of the bunker. They're literally trying to dunk it which is yeah. incredible to me. Yeah. And to your point, Sully, like a guy like Patrick Reed, you know, since he switched over to working with Ledbetter, um, he's gotten shorter. But um, if you look at the stats, he's not even concerned about that. You know, he hits it plenty long and you see how low he shoots. And, you know, I know nobody likes Patrick Reed. That's just an example. Um, something about, you know, rooting for Patrick Reed, you know, makes you feel like that you're the one-off. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> masses are all rooting against him. So like kind of rooting when my buddies all say, Oh, I don't like Reed. He's this, he's that. 
I just, I don't know why, but I like to go, I like that guy. Just to needle him a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know it bothers everybody to root for Pitt. Well, why, why, why is he hated so much? Obviously, it's because of the cheating, right? Is that, you know, the main reason why? Well, he's got a reputation as he, right. you know, bends the rules a little bit right. towards himself, you know? Right. Um, so I um, wonder how much, I really wonder how much that goes on on tour. I think that, that I think Brooks Kepka actually said it before that he sees guys cheat every single round and, and people don't even know, which was kind of surprising to me, whether it's, and he said the main thing that the guys do that he sees almost every single round is, is like Reed has done before with kind of patting, patting the lie down behind your ball that the cameras don't catch or whatever. He says that he sees it all the time. So I, I kind of it makes me wonder how much how much uh, cheating does go down on tour because yeah, according to Brooks, it happens all the time, but people don't realize. I find that very very difficult to believe, you know, especially with all the cameras. Yeah, yeah. So guys, listen, um, big tournaments coming up. You know, I got to get your predictions. I mean, the first sort of the fifth major of the years coming up, you know, at TPC in a couple of weeks. And I need to get you guys on the record today. You know, we got, uh, we got some, a big event coming. And I think, you know, I, TPC, typic, Sawgrass typically draws the best field of the year uh, on a very difficult golf course. So the winner there is always a, you know, very strong player. Um, I'm going to get you guys on the record today here. That's, that's one of my goals. Man, totally unprompted, unprepared, no notes, can't go and review the course or the field or anything. This is unbelievable. Um, for me, you know, I, I will say, so there's been a few guys the last, you know, month or so that I think are playing probably the best, you know, some of the best golf that they've played in a long time. Tony Finau, he's, he's got to be close. I, I mean, I can't, I can't stand to watch the guy lose these tournaments uh, again moving forward. That's one guy that I've been watching. Francesco Molinari, believe it or not, bunch of top tens, yeah. first top tens, honestly, since he collapsed at the Masters a few years ago when Tiger ended up winning. I don't know if TPC Sawgrass is the course for him, but um, I got to believe he's going to win one here in the next month or two. He's just, he's been right there, a bunch of top 10 finishes. Notice um, how he took two guys there, Sully. I mean, I, I asked for a pick no, and Bogey starts hedging. Well, no, no. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, give a few guys that I've, I've really been tracking, you know, every single week in the last month or so, but. I would go with Brooks. I think Brooks is uh, is, is now very close. Now he's got close. three guys. Now he's I think got he's close. Guys. I think Brooks would win that. I'm just giving a few guys that I think would be top ten, top five will will perform well. You know, everybody's on fee now about not winning. I mean, the guy. First of all, the guy's making a ton of money. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so nobody yeah. needs to feel bad for Tony Fina. and he's playing great golf. And you know, we've we've historically we've seen this before. You know. Bill for a long time, like couldn't win a major, then he won majors, right? I mean, Finau is still very relatively young in his overall yep. career. This guy's going to win a lot. If I were him and I were at the podium and they were asking me, he can't win in top five, blah, 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 you know, I'd be like, listen, <laughs> I'm top five in every week out here. I don't need to talk to any of you guys. You know, I mean, it's going to come, but. And I think that, you know, he had a good chance at uh, the Genesis that, you know, kind of slipped away a little bit, although he played a great final round. He just he could have shaken that putt in on 10. You know, he gets that monkey off his back a little bit. Anyway, the Finau thing's interesting to me because he's such a great player and he's got so many great finishes. He's almost got to apologize that he plays great every week. It's kind of an odd thing, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. so, Sully, who you got? 
You know, I will go with one player, unlike Kyle's, you know, half, <laughs> half the field that are in it. Um, Throw 20 bucks on each of them and see what happens. And, and I think that, sure, you, you know, it's there's certain guys that are playing well right now and, and playing really good and they're the front runners and whatnot. But but one one guy that, that's been killing it, and I think that you want to talk about a young player that, that just seems to be great is, is Victor Hovland with how he's playing. I think that, yeah. that last week, I mean, that quad that he had was was terrible, but he really just did a nice job battling back from that. I mean, he didn't let it bother him, and, and he showed that he can be resilient and fight back from that. I think that that he is playing so, so well right now. Um, I, that would be my guy just to, to think that he could really take a step forward in a big setting, in a big field, and have a little coming out party in terms of just, just beating a big field. So I'll go with Victor. Yeah, no, I, I like him. I mean, if you look at him and Wolf and uh, Morikawa, I mean, it's really amazing what these guys have done in a short amount of time. Max well, Holmes has been obviously playing well too. That's another young it, guy. Yeah, no doubt. It is the, the, did you see the story on Matthew Wolf this past week though? You know, no. just he, he withdrew from the concession. I think after the first round, no injury given, no real reason, uh, you know, given, I think he, Shot an 80, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't good. You know, I mean, obviously he wasn't playing well. And I know he had the wrist injury recently, but there was a story about Wolf and him, you know, being a guy who should still be in college. And, you know, this past year with everything that's gone on, yeah, he's out there traveling the world and playing all these great courses. But, you know, you can't socialize. You're, you're either at the course or you're stuck in your hotel room and you're isolated and all that. Apparently he's just, from what the story said, he's struggling with, you know, that I, I suppose. And just, I, I don't know. I mean, look, it's hard to feel bad. You're playing courses all over the place that are amazing and it, it's a heck of a living and you're making great money, but he just hasn't been right for, for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Rory. I think Rory's going to have a good 2021. I think, you know, um, I don't know. I just sense that like, even when he's got his B game, he's right there. And when he's got his A game, he's tough to beat. Um, and he's just been, he's, He's, he's kind of like a female where he's had a lot of top five, top 10 finishes over the last year or two with no wins. He's got to win again. So it's just kind of his time. I think um, that he's going to not only uh, win, win that event, but he's going to win majors this year. He's going to win at least one major. So, uh, and then you got to love DJ. I mean, DJ is yeah. always there and he kind of gets forgotten about, which is interesting, you know? Uh, that's a guy right there though in terms of his a game and and i think that without shadow without a without question when dustin johnson is on his a game he is by far and away the single best player in the world and i don't think it's close when he when he is on he is unbeatable period and and i'm fine i don't think i think that people think it's a hot take i don't think it is when he's on his a game dustin johnson is unbeatable by anyone on tour little bit of a hot take little (laughs) You're telling me that Rory's A game can't take on DJ's not A right, game? Not right now. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Rory can't, Rory can't putt. Rory's like me out there on the greens. Yeah. Yeah, he, right. he just he can't roll it. <laughs> That's the biggest issue. DJ, to his credit, has really upped his game, you know, from a putting standpoint. And that, I think, has allowed him over the past year to, to be what, what Sully just said, honestly. What people don't realize is how great of a putter Bryson DeChambeau is, too. I mean, everyone wants to talk about him hitting the long ball. He he is just a, an incredible putter. What was the stat last year? He made ninety percent of putts inside of ten feet or whatever. It's just it's crazy how how good of a putter DeChambeau is, and no one ever talks about that. 
I got to look up uh, Rory's putting stats here. So I'll, I'll do that after the show and get back to you next time. I'm not sure. Please. No, that's fine. Um, you, you mentioned something a little bit ago, D Hall, and, you know, not to go back to the concession and we obviously want to get to the Donnie stuff and a lot to cover, but um, Colin Morikawa coming off the win at that concession, he's doing it a little bit differently than a lot of these guys. And, you know, Mike, you just mentioned, um, Bryson and, you know, there's all these bombers out there that are trying to hit it as far as humanly possible and, you know, get a wedge in their hand on every single hole, but Morikawa certainly can hit it long. Don't get me wrong, but he is just, he's an absolute killer with his irons, you know, doing it very, very differently than most guys. I mean, you put a seven or a six iron in his hand and you feel like he's going to be within eight, 10 feet, no matter what, every single time. And for him to do that, what he did on Sunday and they said it on the broadcast multiple times to sleep on the lead going into the final round of the concession, that course, and be able to just start to finish, run away with it, handle everything. I thought was one of the better rounds that we have seen, you know, on tour this year, honestly. I think, um, you know, the, this new generation of player um, is, in my opinion, uh, more, m- more well-prepared, uh, better coached, uh, understands what's important, understands their game more. I mean, technology's just changed the game. So, yeah, Morikawa's gift is his accuracy with his irons, you know, and every, every seems like every young player sort of has a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and Morikawa is not short by anybody's standards except for the bombers on the PGA Tour, you know. So <laughs> uh, it's hard not to like him. I thought it was interesting seeing him go to a new putting grip. Uh, and they said that Mike Marco Mera had inspired that in him, uh, kind of ver- his version of the claw. So, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw him at the PGA look great. Now we've seen him at a WGC event look great. I don't need to see anymore. He's great. You know, the guy's great. There's nothing else you need to see. You know, he's 23 or whatever he is, I think. And uh, he's won two big, big time events. So, and he's a great player in college. So enough said, you know? Yeah. So many great young guys on tour right now. It's remarkable. Just uh, the, the future of the game is definitely, uh, definitely very bright. Um, and I thought it was great seeing everyone wear, wear Sunday red last week for Tiger. You know, I think it was, it was good. It was, you know, I, I, he's, he's not, he's not dead, you know, but, but I thought that it was still a nice tribute to, uh, um, to see all those young guys in terms of how much Tigers inspired the game, just wearing some Sunday red and, and a nice little tribute. Yeah. Well wishes We're- Word, uh, word on the street is D Hall tossed on a red shirt uh, on Sunday as he was watching the final round. Actually, not true, but I did think <laughs> the tribute was nice. By the way, Roy McElroy, 164th in putting. I stand corrected, but yeah, he's just it's just not there right now. I mean, even God, I feel like they go to him all the time on TV, like Rory on the on the twelfth, you know, with a a twelve foot putt for birdie, and he never makes them. He literally well, he hits it ten feet them. every hole, you know. He's, yeah, 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 but he can't. He just can't hit those putts. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But either way, um, obviously, it's been a, a busy few weeks, um, you know, within MDG and you know, with Hall Financial as well. Certainly, been some great stuff going on. Uh, mm-hmm. D Hall, I think, uh, you know we just want to simply say, uh, you know, thank you for uh, all the support that, that you've given MDG, not only this past couple of weeks, but, you know, really over the past almost year um, at this point, but it was really special uh, with Donnie Trosper, uh, you know, being down in Florida and trying to make his first, uh, you know, PGA tour cut, trying to hit, you know, some of these Monday qualifiers and um, 
you know, you were able to step up and, uh, and help him out. And, um, he was able to, to qualify for the Puerto Rico open this past weekend and uh, a, a decent first round, certainly, uh, you know, he'd like to have the second round back after, you know, missing the cut, but, um, man, Donnie's playing some really, really good golf recently. And I got to believe he's going to get a few cracks at it. And Mike, you and I talked about it too. Um, you know, the barrier for most golfers is breaking a hundred for the first time or breaking 90 for the first time or breaking 80 for the first time. And Donnie is out there. Literally his barrier is making a PGA tour cut for the first time. I just think about like the average golfer and then it, it the Donnie Trospers of the world, how difficult that is, but I think he'll get there. It is. And, and Donnie's been uh, just, it's just incredible. And we're, like you said, very thankful to D hall and hall financial. The fact that there's an MDG hat worn on tour is just unbelievable that, that we launched last May and, and that's already happened. So thank you D hall for that. And, and, and honestly, yeah, I Donnie had called me after the round on Friday and was just saying that, that, that it's that he, he really wants to, you know, get over that barrier of making a cut. And he said that that's all he could think about on Friday. Right. And that's something that he, that he frankly shouldn't be thinking about. And I thought it was a fascinating, you know, little, little tidbit and story. He told me, he said that he was playing with Matt Wallace, who's the 54th ranked player in the world. And he said to Matt after the round, you know, Matt was complimenting him on his game saying that, you know, he's got it, whatever. And Donnie had asked Matt, Hey, you know, what do you do when you, when you're right on the cut line and you're, and you're kind of thinking about, you know, making the cut, like, that's all I could think about today. And Matt Wallace, I'm glad told him straight up. He said, he said, you know, I never think about the cut. You can't be thinking about making the cut. You have to go take it shot by shot, focus on making birdies and you cannot have it in your head on a Friday. Oh, I got to make the cut. So I thought that the fact that Donnie heard that advice from a player that's on tour, that's been successful, that gave him a little, a little pointer like that is, is just great because yeah, it is getting over the hump and making a cut. And I hope that, that, you know, next time as Donnie continues to get better and, and continues to work towards, towards his dream, that, that he can go out and fire a, a nice opening round like he did. And then on Friday, turn around, focus on playing good golf and don't be thinking about the cut barrier. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because Donnie's so early in his whole journey, which is fun to see. And I want to thank you guys for including us in this because it's, it's fun to be a part of the group. As you guys know, I love golf and this whole group you guys have created is, is just fun to be a part of. And so for us to contribute to potentially some of his success is great. And he, you know, he came right back. I think that this kind of speaks to his commitment. You know, a lot of guys would, go uh, to a tour event and, you know, maybe feel good about themselves. They were at a tour event. This guy, two days after a tour event, went right back to play a mini tour event and finished second. You know, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, it just speaks to, you know, his mindset and his commitment about trying to become a great player, you know, because yeah. anybody that's had success in anything in life, it's like you get knocked off the horse, you get back on the horse. You know, I mean, that's just what it is. And I mean, it's so simple, but a lot of people don't do it that way. They start feeling real good about themselves and then they relax or they think that they're above something else. I mean, Donnie's going to continue to grind and, um, you know, figure his game out to the degree that he can then um, get to where he wants to be. So it's, it's fun to be a part of. Well, and another, another little quick story on that note about just the hard work. I mean, he had told me that right after the round um, on Friday, he's like, yeah, I missed the cut. What do I do? Do I go back to Florida? Do I stay here? What you know, I'm just trying to figure it out. And he stayed in Puerto Rico, went to the course the next day, practiced the entire day in Puerto Rico and said he was the only guy still there that missed the cut. 
and he just went to their practice facility the whole day um, on Saturday at, at, at a grand reserve in Puerto Rico and just practice there, which I thought again, spoke to the fact that he missed the cut, but he's still going to use it as a, as a practice opportunity at that course on Saturday. So, yeah, that's really amazing. You know, I got, I got a quick, good story for you guys off subject, if you don't mind. Sure. So please. this is an old, uh, this is Butch Harmon. Uh, you reminded me of this Sully because uh, he was over at the British open. Um number of years back and Ricky Fowler had missed the cut. This is right before Ricky started working with Butch. And so he called Butch Friday night over at the British Open and said, hey, can you meet me Saturday morning? I want to hit some balls with you. Because to your point, he was over there and he was making the cut. So they meet on the practice range in the morning. There's a lot of people obviously out there watching people hit balls. And Butch has got Ricky uh, working on some things that are just very unfamiliar for Ricky. And he's literally rolling the ball off of the, <laughs> the practice tee because he butches like you got to do more of this you got to do more of this and ricky like can't get it up in the air for what he wants to do and ricky turns to butch and he says are you going to embarrass me in front of all these people all morning and butch says to ricky i think you did a pretty good job of that yourself on thursday and friday because he missed the cut <laughs> <laughs> great one-liner play uh to, to hang out with uh some of those guys and they were telling some stories and uh i thought that was a great one you know he's worried about being embarrassed and butch is like we can't be more embarrassed than you know missing the cut you're a top five player in the world you know or whatever he was at the time so that's great does yeah. though you know the, people don't know about that stuff you know yeah. saturday morning when you've missed the cut you're out there practicing you know that's what it takes and so yeah. johnny to be doing that is just you know again another great sign that speaks to his mentality. And as you guys know, mentality is so important to success. And so yep. that, that's, that's great news. No, absolutely. And I, and I'd like to just quickly say this, um, you know, we, we've gotten a lot of great comments and stuff from people about, uh, you know, how they can also support Hall Financial and, and UD Hall and very thankful. And, and what we've been doing is obviously just encouraging people, the website that you guys have set up at www.hallmdg.com. You know, you guys have been great with, just helping people with some conversations, with some advice, as you said, D Hall, you know, taking, you know, you guys can take five minutes and do the five minute mortgage review and just talk to people, see if, see if you can help uh, and provide some assistance if they're refinancing or, or purchasing a home. Yeah. We, we get so many calls that are consultative in nature. It's like, Hey, I'm thinking about buying a house later this year. Can you look at my situation? Yeah, sure. No problem. And mention your handicap too. We want to know your handicap. When yeah. You call. Right. Very <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle will be the first one to brag about his as he's uh, got down to a 5.9 or whatever that he always says by the end of the season. Okay. I, I, I peaked at the end of the season, which was very unfortunate timing for me. <laughs> but uh, I, I also had a good trip to Florida in January. So, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, playing the Floridian here, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll see where I'm at. Hopefully, hopefully we don't play the tips at the Floridian. <laughs> I think we got to hold you guys to some kind of goal oriented handicap for the end of 2021 that the listeners need to know about. Like, where are you guys now? And where do you want to be in like, you know, October 1st of 2021. And we want to know you guys are making the commitment to your game, you know, yeah. Sally, you're going to, you're going to have to ease up on that fade a little bit and maybe spend a little more time on the range. I know that you like sort of, you know, all the socializing and you know, <laughs> that's, the best part of, that's the best part about it, about, about yeah. going to a, a club is just being, you know, being able to chat with people for a little while first and talk and, and catch up and then go tee off, you know, that's yeah, the best part about it. Gab. I know have that. a drink. Yeah. 
but before a round, I'll be, I'll be out there on the range hitting every single club that I have in my bag, you know, getting ready, putting, yeah. chipping, bunkers, everything. And Sully's over at the pool bar having a couple yeah. of cocktails. <laughs> Guys, is it tea time yet? What, what time are we going off? Got a different preparation. <laughs> method. Vast, vast. But it works. It seems yeah. to work for him. Guys, really appreciate you having me on the show. It's a lot of fun and uh, glad we can be a part of this fun community you guys have done. Just an unbelievable job of, I'd almost call it, you know, revolutionizing what is, you know, it is to be a golfer in Michigan from the standpoint of being a part of something bigger. You know, there's some great organizations in the state, but this is one is just filled with information and stuff to do. And you guys, you know, the, the virtual golf show and all the things you guys are bringing to people, it's incredible. And I think, you know, when you think about what a hole this was before you guys created this now it's so obvious to see that you know i didn't really necessarily know that before so you guys have just done a tremendous job and if i know you guys you guys are going to be you, your best days are ahead of you and for the group they're just pretty fortunate to have you guys leading the way on this from the standpoint of where's this thing going to go and uh i think in 2022 and 2023 people are going to be like what do we do before mdg you know what i mean yeah. so it's, it's really great to well, see. Well, thank you, Dehal. Yeah. Your, your support since day one, day zero, before it even started, has been incredible and, and much, much appreciated. We'll look forward yeah. to seeing you in a couple of weeks down in Florida. And and you know, I can't I can't guarantee that I'll play great. You know, especially if I have some rental clubs or something. But I can guarantee that I'll have fun, that I'll have a drink, and that I'll I'll make good <laughs> conversation. All right. I'll tell you right now, you guys are on the record for uh, TPC Sawgrass, so we're we're gonna see uh, how you guys do with your predictions. Yes, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to my handicap. Uh, no, we appreciate it, D-Hall. <laughs> back to my hole in one. No, thank you. We appreciate it. Always good to have you on, and uh, we'll certainly have you on again here soon. Thanks, guys. Well, always uh, a pleasure having D-Hall on, and we appreciate uh, him and, and all that he's done. And my God, guys, you know that he's been such a great supporter of MDG and all the Donnie Trosper sponsorship. And we encourage everyone just at the very least, check out www.hallmdg.com for all of your mortgage needs. They do a great job uh, with all of that. Very personable and, and happy to have a conversation. So hallmdg.com. And, uh, you know, Kyle, as I said, we're, we're certainly very, very busy with all things MDG right now. The virtual golf show right around the corner. Um, we mentioned on the on the interview, uh, going down to Florida to, to play with D Hall and with Donnie Trosper actually in a couple weeks, which I know we're both very, very excited for. And, and then, and then truly, um, you know, the season's right around the corner. I think a lot of people are, are getting that itch. They're really excited for the weather to appear to start turning a little bit. And I say that very loosely because I'm sure that, you know, all of a sudden it'll be snowing uh, next week or something like that. I'm sure it always seems to happen, but my point is at least we're, kind of out of the woods in terms of peeking ahead to spring. We will catch a couple days in March. I'm sure that we can get out at the club and play. And, and then, uh, you know, certainly, you know, April as well. And then once you get into May, it's, it's, uh, it's really just diving full speed um, into the golf season, you know? So I, I think that I'm just really excited for it. Um, July really is my favorite, absolute favorite month of the year. I, the weather's perfect. The golf trips exist. 
you, you, you can play all the time. You have the 4th of July, which is just an incredible holiday and so much fun, you know? So I, I can't wait for the already looking ahead to the middle of summer, but one step at a time in terms of just getting to the season and some nicer weather. No, there's no doubt. I, I mean, there's nothing better than, uh, you know, when you have a half hour here, an hour there, you know, during the week and, uh, you can pop on over to a, a practice green or, you know, over to the range and, you know, just get a little bit of work in and, uh, and get the swing dialed, uh, you know, for your next round and, and, and see what can happen. But, you know, for me, it's been a, a winter long process essentially, you know, for myself, you know, obviously I've been working with, uh, our friends over at Tricovery massage and flexibility. Jeff and Kevin have been, uh, getting my body right, getting my shoulder uh, in gear so that, uh, you know, I feel much better and, and ready to go for golf season. And, uh, guys, I would just encourage you to, to make sure you get your body right as well. Tricovery has golf-specific stretches, packages, uh, you know, treatments, everything you can possibly imagine. Uh, Tricovery Massage and Flexibility will take care of you. They're a great team, uh, do an unbelievable job. They have two locations, one in Novi, one in Royal Oak. I'd encourage you to just look them up. They've been a great supporter of MDG. Uh, and truly have me feeling uh, as good as I can possibly hope uh, in the middle of winter here as golf season approaches. So check them out, tricovery.com. That's tri-covery.com. You can also find them on social media. Yeah, and thank you to Jeff and Kevin and all they do. I know we're, we're playing some, uh, some, some simulator golf with them at X-Golf Novi, which is always fun and, and uh, you know, just great guys. And as you said, Kyle, tri-covery.com. They do some great work. I've loved to see how many MDG people have, have been checking out tri-covery. So um, could not have, you know, very well said and, and very appreciative of, of everything at tri-covery with Jeff and Kevin. Now, uh, obviously, we got a busy slate of tournaments coming up here over the next month. Uh, D Hall forced us to give, uh, you know, a pick, or in my case, multiple picks um, for TPC Sawgrass coming up here uh, in a few weeks. But uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational, obviously, uh, getting underway this weekend. And, you know, if you want to look at some of the odds on DraftKings, you know, this is one of my favorite things to do just to simply bet going into these tournaments. It's unbelievable the amount of value that you can find in golf. Uh, believe it or not, even after we uh, were talking about Rory McIlroy and the, uh, the poor putting that we have seen from him, I think tied for 167th uh, in putting on the PGA tour. He's the favorite to win the Arnold Palmer actually plus 800 uh, on the DraftKings app. So I, that's honestly fascinating. Uh, your boy, Victor Hovland uh, plus 1100, right? Behind Not my boy. Bryce. I don't like Victor Hovland. As a matter of fact, I just think he's been playing well. Why don't you like him? Yes. I don't know. I just don't. I, I think he's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I say, you know what, maybe I shouldn't say it, but, um, I, I just, I'm not a, not a big fan of us. No. Okay. All right. Well, your other boy, Bryson DeChambeau plus 1200 on the, yes. uh, the DraftKings app. There you go. Uh, a couple of long shots, honestly, uh, I, Francesco Molinari has been playing some good golf plus 2,800 Jordan Spieth right there at plus 2,800 as well. So, uh, you know, again, a lot of just long shots, great odds, but, you know, DraftKings really delivers when it comes to uh, golf betting and being able to throw some numbers out there and ultimately just seeing what happens, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, DraftKings has been awesome. I've loved to see how many people have been posting about the, the bets in the group and certainly all of Donnie's bets last week, which was fun. I had, I had a $20 bet to win 20 grand. So unfortunately that didn't hit, but uh, <laughs> you know, it was $20 well spent and I, and I wouldn't have spent the $20 on anything else anyway. So um <laughs> That was great. Actually, I probably would have spent it on just, you know, some, some food or some drinks or something, but I'd rather spend it on, on, on supporting Donnie. So uh, no, I, I love it. And, and I think that, that it's really, 
you know, everyone's been getting into the PGA tour and, and watching these events and Hey, the, uh, that, that certain PGA event at, at, at Detroit golf club is going to be right around the corner. I can't wait to, uh, to be there for that. And Kyle, I was, I was thinking, um, of course you and I are going to be making a push for encouragement of Donnie and, uh, and Willie and, and those guys to get exempt. And I, and I hope that they do, but I mean, there's a chance we're going to know several guys playing in this, you know, mm-hmm. we're, Brian Stewart, I'm sure will be playing in it. Jeff Roth is playing in it. I would assume that Donnie and Willie will be playing in it. Right. There's Hopefully. a chance Tom Gillis could get, could, could get into it, you know, with, with being the local ties and whatnot. So we're going to have a good chance to know a lot of people playing in that. And, and obviously we've been talking to, to the folks over there at that tournament and, and potentially doing a lot more interviews coming up for the, for the rocket classics. So that'll be a lot of fun. And, and I'm excited for that. That's a, such a great um, event that people really get behind. And, and, and it's great to have PGA back in this city. No, there's no doubt. I, I mean, I can't wait for, for the event to actually have fans back too. You know, I, I, who knows if they'll be at full capacity. I'm hoping um, that we'll be there by then. I mean, I, I, gosh, it's an outside event. I would assume that, uh, that we'll be back to normal by then, but either way, there's going to be fans. We're going to be there. There's no doubt ton of content. And like yeah. you said, your, your favorite month, it'll be right there to, to kick off July. Sully's favorite month. So uh, it be unbelievable. Yeah. And it July's right after my birthday, June 22nd, you know, so it, it's just perfect, <laughs> but um, no, I think that you're hearing some rumblings that, that it could be one of the first events with, with fans back and uh, you know, maybe it's 50%, whatever. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, as you said, with, with it's outdoors, but you know, in, in this state right now, you just never know in terms of the regulations and what's allowed and what isn't uh, in Michigan more so than other States by far. So so who awesome. knows, who knows what's going to happen, but we'll obviously keep updated with that. Yeah, there's no doubt. You know, clearly uh, we got a lot coming up here over the next few weeks. Uh, excited for the virtual golf show. Uh, again, we're going to be doing a, a live broadcast next Thursday, March 11th to kick off this virtual golf show. Um, we'll be 6 to 9 p.m. out at Red Run. We're going to have several different partners on. Uh, you know, some local celebrities, of course, some, uh, you know, former athletes. And then uh, we'll obviously have four representatives of the uh, incredible charities that we're going to be donating to uh, as well. So we're really looking forward to to kind of kicking that off. And uh, obviously a lot more to come to, you know, stay tuned as far as the uh, the next launch and the final window, essentially, where you'll be able to get your hands on uh, a tour card. You know, that's something yep. that, you know, in the next uh, three weeks to a month, um, you know, you guys are going to want to watch out for, and, you know, as we say all the time, if you want to be the first to find out, you want to be the first to be involved and engaged in just knowing what's going on within MDG, simply text MDG to five, four, five, four, five, four. That is where you are going to be getting all of the information you want and get it before everyone else. So, uh, make sure you join the text list here in the next three weeks. It's going to be very, very important. A lot of good stuff coming. Absolutely encourage you to join that text list. And, and we got so much stuff coming up, as you said, Kyle. So uh, MDG to 545454. And, and honestly, we've been even posting a lot about, as you said, some of the DraftKings, some of the betting on there. We're going to be doing a lot more of, of some betting pools and tournaments just for MDG. So uh, make sure you're on that text list for all those bets and pools we're going to be doing through DraftKings. And of course, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline, 800-270-7117. 21 and over, Michigan only. Restrictions apply. Deposit and bonus amounts require 10x playthrough. At various contribution rates, you can see DraftKings.com sportsbook 
for full terms and conditions subject to regulatory licensing requirements. Guys, thank you as always for listening. Metro Detroit Golfers podcast. More next week. We will be in touch and thank you for being a part of MDG. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility. 